0: Blackness. Uh, give, give seen, uh, keep Blackness Keep the Keep on. Never seen, uh, keep, keep on. on. Hey, Never on. all it's Kavo. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to another week of our shit.
1: A weekly podcast that sets the tone for women who are striving to be their most authentic selves by sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. What's up? What's up, y'all? We back at it again.
0: We back at it. Welcome back, backity back to this
1: black, blackity black show. And we appreciate your attendance. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. How are you?
0: Girl, you know, life is lifing.
1: And... Sames. Okay. I am here.
0: And I'm still standing. I'm still strong. It don't matter how, what you tried to do. You couldn't destroy me. I'm still standing. I'm still strong. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that's all we need to
1: talk about this week. As far as how, my in. week has been. how about yours, sis? I'm the same way. I feel the same way. Um, I'm glad we're back. But damn, I'm tired. But you know, life is life thing like you said, so... Can't you just get into Motivation Monday so you can bless our soul?
0: Woo! Okay, bitch. Pinterest coming, witty Whistle, Whistle, mm-hmm. Okay. Motivation Monday this week says, Self-control is strength. Calmness is mastery. You have to get to a point where your mood doesn't shift based on the insignificant actions of someone else. Don't allow others to control the direction of your life. Don't allow your emotions to empower your intelligence. Add them snaps, you know, poetry snaps and shit. Because That is a word. Period, poo!
1: Okay, because, honey, that is a long Girl, process to learn. Ever, okay, that know, is a
0: full realization. Trying this, moments. we're going to try each and every day. That's what we're going to do. I will w- yeah. work.
1: I don't know if I'm going to master it, but, I mean, I definitely am working towards it. So, that's a plus. That's a good thing.
0: Our lovely guest has been sitting here trying to hold in her laughs. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can laugh now, sis. <laughs> She's been trying so very hard. I can't <laughs> breathe, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> so, guys, we have a an amazing guest for you guys this week. A, this is a treat of sorts. We've been yeah. planning this episode... For some months now, you know, <laughs> we've been trying <laughs> and trying to get my girl on this podcast. Okay, yes. So this is one of my great friends. I've known her since I was twelve, thirty. Yeah. I yeah. think it's 12. Been twelve. I was twelve. It's been a long time. It's been a long damn time. Girl. We old <laughs> as hell. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> so we grew up together playing tennis and shit, and we just built a lifelong friendship. Mm-hmm. And she lives in houston yes she moved to houston after high school and never came back she I left did us not. and she did not return no i visited you know she dabbled she dabbled a bit you know <laughs> i visited her i dabbled a bit and now i'm here in houston living you know right living with, you know with my bitch even though she
2: lived like over an hour away but you know it's okay Houston's literally it took me an hour and 15 minutes girl it's the state still, of houston you're still
0: in houston right it's the state of houston it's the fucking state of houston you are
2: right. <laughs> i heard my co say that and i was like wait what she said no i said it correctly the <laughs> state of
0: houston i said you know She's what big as fuck. you're right sis so but anyway <laughs> so we're going to let this lovely lady introduce herself am i introducing myself okay my name is Brittany. you know i can go ahead and hype you up since you don't don't okay. don't 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 boost me okay
2: don't go ahead. <laughs> go ahead and boost you go ahead um so yes me and kovori have known each other for a very long time um my name is Brittany. i moved to houston you are correct it was after officially when i came back for my master's but i did attend prairie view 2010 to 2014 i always forget the years because it went by so fast <laughs> Um but Prairie View is an HBCU here in Houston, Texas. It's actually Prairie View, Texas. And I have literally been here ever since. Some people ask me if I'm going to move back home, but I don't think so. At least not you right love now. It too much. I really do. Cuz it's good. been good to me thus far. Mhm. And I'm still trying to get my license. So Yeah. Yeah. Right now I'm good. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I feel you. Okay, so tell the people what you got your bachelor's in, what you got your master's in, what you working on your <clears throat> doctorate. <laughs> in, ma'am. So here you go. Dr. Harold. You got girl. Dr. Harold oh, on yes. the mic, y'all. <laughs> Dr. Harold,
2: Future Zloxa. <laughs>
0: Yes. Yes. <So> I, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna calm down. Go ahead so I got
2: my, um, my bachelor's in psychology in 2014. And then I went back to school January 5th, f- 2015. And then I got my master's in counseling and I took the test for my licensure um 2019 mm-hmm. january 2019 so mm-hmm. last last month was a year since oh, i took nice. the test and i got my license in february yeah so we're coming around a year so i'm working on my hours to become fully licensed that way i can practice independently at some point so I'm excited.
0: We got a licensed therapist on the mic. Yes, y'all do. For y'all today. Y'all Blessings, do. Blessings. <laughs> We've been working. We've been waiting on this. I'm <laughs> so
2: excited to be here. I really appreciate y'all. We are so excited Yay, to
1: good. Have you. We're excited. Yes, we got some
0: for sure. good stuff to talk about today. I'm excited. Yeah. I am here. Okay, so you know what? Speaking of that, let's get into the scoop, sis. It's time. I
1: Today we're going to be talking about processing emotions. Um, Britt, I think you're going to be great for this conversation because obviously you are, you know, licensed to give advice, but somebody who is also um, very capable and I think someone who CAVO holds really close to our heart, near and dear. So I'm super excited to get into this. Um, And I know we both had a couple of questions to start us off and then I can't wait to see where this leads to. Okay. So, Britt, what are some ways that you find helps when you're processing your emotions? What are some suggestions you also give um when you're helping others? That's a good
2: question. Um, it took a lot of practice. I think one of the things that I began to implement is accepting my emotions. I find that a mm. lot of people they shy away from the reality of being human. And so therefore when you don't take the moment to acknowledge the emotion that you're feeling you really don't learn from the experience and so whether I'm angry sad or happy I try to accept it for what it is and then once I basically cleanse myself because I like to view emotions as a form of cleansing Mm. because you're literally girl
0: she dropping shit already (laughs) we're only two minutes in already i'm not ready for (laughs) this (laughs) mark two minutes and 22 Uh, seconds i am and she is already my motherfucking life oh
1: my god (laughs) Okay, right so what (laughs) i mean
0: by
2: cleansing is like oftentimes our emotions are directly in line with the situation and even if it's not you're still reacting to something that happened directly to you right Mm -hmm. and so when you allow it Mm -hmm. to happen you can take a moment and reflect on okay this is what's bothering me this person pissed me off whatever the situation is you kind of have to take a moment and say okay why am I feeling this way Mm -hmm. and so when you figure out why you're feeling that way I feel like you can move forward with the emotion like you can create a different perspective to help you learn from that situation if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so that's what I try to do um yeah that's okay. what I always encourage my clients to do because you would be amazed at. I mean, I'm talking about people from just different ages are frustrated with the fact that they are human and that they feel emotions, and so I really try to help them tap into that because you learn you can't learn anything.
0: Jasmine, why is she calling me out? <laughs> and is she looking directly <laughs> in my, my eyes because she's me. reading the yeah. fuck out of me? <laughs> she's so fucking real. <laughs> I'm serious, y'all. Yeah. I mean, it's it's
2: amazing. <laughs> And I don't even know if amazing is the right word, mm-hmm. but it's, it's amazing how many people go through life skipping from situation to situation without actually learning from what they experienced, mm. you know, and that could be the that's demise the yep. of growth. There's mm-hmm. no growth without actually taking the time to figure out how that, that situation affected you wow, and wow. what you can learn from that, you know,
1: Come on, Pastor. so mm-hmm. that's what I
2: do. <laughs> and that's what i encourage my clients to do. Yeah. yeah.
1: I love that. Do you find that it's like hard for people to process their emotions and that's why they're hard it's hard for them yes, to accept it? Yes.
2: Because with acknowledging emotions requires vulnerability. And nobody mm-hmm. wants that.
1: Mm-hmm. Nobody
0: wants to. Be nobody vulnerable. wants
2: that because that's literally you no. you are pulling you're peeling back a scab that's been basically fake healing for a long time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: pretty much. And so That and some people they get real anxiety from not knowing what to do (laughs) with the emotion, and they're frustrated that they're emotional. But it's like this literally, this is something that happened to you, and the other crazy part is too, like.
0: Y'all are crazy. <laughs> you you are this, I mean, me you're everything is said. I haven't even talked have to no week and I have no idea. I'm okay. like, I'm so passionate. I'm, yes. I'm,
2: yes. I, I'm telling you, I'm so passionate in people performing to their most optimal level. And that can't happen until we re- really figure out where we want to go with ourselves. And that goes from building a relationship with self, not building a relationship with other people. You know? So, yeah, but to get back to your question, it um, it can be difficult um, because we're talking about mm -hmm. behavior that we've developed throughout our entire lifespan. So imagine being taught to sit down or I'm going to give you something to cry about. So you learn Mm -hmm. to hold in. Right. You learn Mm -hmm. to hold in emotions. And then when there's a situation that requires you to be emotional, rightfully, you don't know what to do with that. You know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So exactly. it it can be extremely
1: difficult, extremely. Oh, child. <laughs> <laughs> what are some emotions you find that people struggle with most? Like you just talked about, like when people are upset or mm-hmm. they're crying or you know they're in anger or something like that. Are there any emotions that you find your clients kind of struggle with more than others?
2: Um, I think there could be a mixture of both. I think there okay. is. There are some people who can't accept full happiness because they don't feel worthy of that, and then there are some Ooh. people mm-hmm. who are very pessimistic and they kind of just stay stuck with that too. So I think
1: exactly, <laughs> Okay. Boy. girl. So I, I
0: can't <laughs> breathe. I'm about to
1: start hyperventilating. This
0: bitch, bro. Is it hot in here? Or is it just
1: me? I'm mean, Gotta have full conversations after this. Oh my god, I'm about to cry. <laughs>
0: Well, turn your and mic off. Turn so my shit off. Okay. No, just,
1: fuck.
0: Y'all don't even. If only you guys knew. <laughs> <laughs> and Britney doesn't even know. That's the problem that I have with she this. That's I why I'm even like to this. to her this
1: week. <laughs> yeah. When
0: I was freaking out, Britney.
1: Like, oh, that's why I keep daughter, probing these questions from you
0: all day girl do not what do you that somebody, you know what's crazy one
2: of my other friends said that too she was like so i know you a therapist but can i talk to you i said girl we've been friends for years i <laughs> <laughs> ain't finna charge you come right. on sis
0: <laughs> i would be like no bitch i mm-mm. i'd be like britney listening people complain all day no that's and then not then i'll no. call jasmine and jasmine reading me for filter i'd be like <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like you might Uh-oh. eat your health me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Isn't she going <laughs> <laughs> like, to read me from filth without even knowing? Fuck. Right. Okay. Back to what you're saying. I'm going to just take deep breaths. Yes. But, <laughs> but
1: you said it's a mm-hmm. mixture yeah. of both. So here's. Okay. So how do you. How, what suggestions do you give to combat mm-hmm. those? when people are saying they don't want to cry or they don't Mm -hmm. feel worthy of happiness Mm -hmm. or they are always pessimistic, what are some things that you kind of suggest for them to combat those Um, feelings?
2: It varies. I think Mm -hmm. it's usually helpful to get to the root of the problem, you know, because when, once you kind of figure out the root and once you figure out how this person has functioned up until this very point, we got to identify what the unhealthy coping skills are or coping mechanisms are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then from there we can say, okay, these are the things that you've been using that really haven't helped. They just helped you function in chaos. Right. So at this point you thought you were fine, but you really weren't right. So let's figure out different ways mm-hmm. to reroute that thinking. Cause a lot of it is, is the mental state. It's the, the mental, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. yeah right. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's behavioral. Is, it's yeah. Insane, it's yeah. behavioral. And so mm-hmm. again, Talk. Right, you exactly. learn it through different experiences, and it really does start with kind of figuring out the the past coping skills that weren't necessarily helpful from the beginning, and kind of figuring out what will be the best tools mm-hmm. to move forward, because you can't stay stuck that way, you know? But you got to be prepared really to make that change. Like, you got to be prepared to check yourself like for real you got to be prepared for because again it's it's habitual at this point like Mm -hmm. people there are some people who are used to talking to themselves negatively so here i am trying to help you figure out a different way to talk to yourself you got to stop yourself that moment that that negative self-talk begins to happen again you know so it really is being mm -hmm. deliberate (laughs) with (laughs) 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 it really just requires you to be deliberate y'all are so silly you just have to be deliberate with what you're trying to do, especially if you're ready to go to a different level with your life, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, everything. It's all. A lot yeah. of it is behavioral.
1: So I got, I got from that being mm-hmm. intentional. You yes, know. Yes, mm-hmm. like absolutely. Like when you're when you're, when the the first time the negative talk comes to your mind, it's just being more intentional of catching it before you get too deep mm-hmm. into the rabbit hole. Right. Because and it
0: will spiral. Yeah. It yeah. will
1: spiral. And yeah.
0: figuring out like.
1: Just Yo, just like throwing
0: yourself
2: in the like ah, ah. right? No, we're yeah, not doing that. because a lot of times what mm-hmm. we think is irrational it has nothing to do with the situation. It's just something that stemmed At from all. a previous this situation. You never processed it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. No, no. I'm not. I'm, I swear to you, I I deal with this as well. Okay, okay. I know that Kavo is saying that she like you're reading her to filth, which you are, and I'm very happy that I'm here <laughs> to do that. Um, point being blank period but you know Uh, i definitely struggle with some uh of these things as well so Mm -hmm. it's good to find it's and i know our listeners do too so it's great Mm -hmm. to hear someone if they are going through this journey it's great for them to hear like okay i these are the ways that i can cope with this or this is how i can Mm -hmm. you know deal with this for right now until i maybe go to therapy and talk more about it or find the root of the problem and things like that
2: right yeah and it's Mm -hmm. a matter of self-discovery too you know allowing yourself to expand past what you've been doing
1: there's mm-hmm. no there's
2: no limit to what you can learn. It's a matter of choice. Mm-hmm. And knowing that your world is just your world. It's bigger than what you're seeing right now, you know. And so if you prepare to change, then it's, it's possible that it can happen. But a lot of people stay stuck because, again, they're used to functioning, not necessarily functioning, in that chaos and in that turmoil. So it's comfortable for them. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, they're they're like functioning alcoholics. Chaos.
1: I yeah. mean, that, that yes. mean they might
2: be going to work every day, but yet yeah, they come home and they indulge in that. Yeah, they can do mm-hmm. the regular eight to five, but they're really not okay. You yeah. know, so a lot of people have on masks, and it's gotten them to that point. But then the bigger question is: is it is it really helping you at this point? You know. Hmm.
1: Do you think that everyone has some type of mask on? Hmm. Like I was, no, that's a good question. Okay, because mm-hmm. I'm just thinking. Because in my, when like, do while you talking, reach a
0: point? Right? When yeah. you don't have it on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, what's
1: what, the, what does that look like to not have a mask? Because you think about it. When you go to work, you're mm-hmm. someone different. When you're right. with your friends, you're someone different. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. when you're around your family, you're someone different. Like, there's always a different layer of the mask coming on. Right. Mm-hmm. I would love to know who doesn't have a mask. Or, like, what does that look like?
2: Uh, it varies from person to person. I, to your point, yes. I have a okay. mask. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. I have to. Mm-hmm. I got to, when I walk into the door and I'm about to start a session, my problems don't exist in that moment like it's about mm-hmm. that client you know mm-hmm. but i think it requires some type of um self discipline in a way not necessarily saying you got to fake it but mm-hmm. it lo- it looks different from person to person but this is a perfect question because i don't know if y'all listen to oprah's uh
1: super soul i haven't recently there i was, have not but i've heard of it it's,
2: there was one recently with td jakes and i mean when i tell no, you I he did was listen talking, to this episode When I tell you he was talking to, not necessarily to me, but he was talking his stuff. He basically said, like, it's a lot of people with a mask on, and they are tired. Mm -hmm. They have been faking their entire Mm -hmm. lives. They are heavy. They don't know what Mm -hmm. to do because they're trying to be something that they're not. They're trying to please their mama who was aggressive or um, abusive to them. They're just trying to please all of these other people. And... Mm -hmm. The only way to take off your mask is to take it off in front of yourself Ooh. if that makes sense but but people don't don't <laughs> that do that difficult. it It absolutely is, hard. but the bigger question is why is it difficult for us to be vulnerable with ourselves? That's the bigger question because we give a lot of people more power than they actually deserve
0: mm.
2: you know. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that it's a bad thing, because we do meet people in our lives that allow us to learn about ourselves. But mm-hmm. I think the moment that you decide not to be vulnerable, vulnerable with yourself is the moment that you kind of do yourself a disservice. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, honestly, yeah. how I feel is nobody should really be telling you more about you than you. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Now, do people experience you differently and they might be able to check you on some stuff? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for you to not know you and this person knows you more, it's kind of not necessarily a healthy thing to do because that person has that power and you don't. Mm. You know? Um, but it, it it looks different from person to person. Oh,
0: hold-
1: this always happens. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> First of all, it's never me.
1: It's not. It's, Mom, it hasn't it's happened Wednesday. for
0: a while. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll call you back.
1: <laughs> <Or>
0: bye. <laughs> Leave that shit in there. Keep <laughs> but yeah, no, that's
2: that's a good question. I don't um, like I said. Masks. They look. They look different from person to person. Okay. And if it's that constant faking of you're so drained that you faked your entire day and then you get home and you're not feeling good. Then that's kind of a problem.
1: Okay. That has to be worked on. Cause I think that too. Yes. People put masks on when they go to work. Cause you have like your professional self or your personal self right. and things of that nature. Um, but to me, those seem like masks that you're never going to kind of remove. Right. right. Like right. when you go to work, you're just going to be some, you're always going to be someone different. It's not that because those people that you work with may not be your, they're your work friends maybe right. but they may not be your close friends right you know absolutely mm-hmm. so I've always wondered about that like how you take the mask off and what that looks like so that's really interesting to hear um that perspective mm-hmm. and uh I had a couple more questions Eva, did you have any because I didn't want to like just take over these questions <laughs> <laughs> but my question
0: was more so when do you reach a point of self-actualization like oh I have arrived I'm here Mm -hmm. everything that I've been working on is here and then how do you maintain that because I feel like there are also ebbs and flows to that where Mm -hmm. you might be at a point where everything's great everything's good then next week you're in your car and your lunch break crying because Mm -hmm. you don't even know why you're just in your feeling right you know yeah. and then you go back eventually at some point and you back up and then you back how do you maintain Mm -hmm. that the whole way through
2: um but, like you said there's there are ebbs and flows, and I think a lot of people get it confused, like there you can make progress, you can still be on top of your game, but you could also still have some shortcomings. that doesn't mean that it's all bad. Mm-hmm. you know I think people the moment that something bad happens, some people they forget that they've made this much progress or that they're they are actually good. It's just that that one thing that affected that small aspect of growth, you know, and I, and that that's pretty extreme. That's, that's a very black and white type of thinking. Like it's either it all it good really or is. all bad. It and it's really not is. necessarily that.
1: <laughs> it really is. It really, really is.
2: <laughs> yeah. But I think as far as like finding self actualization, again, that varies from person to person, but you have to, in order for that to truly happen, you got to be pre- prepared for that that different change because that literally means you are requiring from you a different level that you have never been before, right? So for self, it's uncomfortable, self, right? It's extremely uncomfortable because it's it's the it's the fear of the unknown, but oftentimes mm-hmm. that fear is extremely irrational. Like what what does it benefit us to be fearful of transitioning into another level of growth? You don't learn from staying where you are unless you feel like it's been beneficial for you, you know? Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, again, I think everything varies from person to person. Like, depression looks different from person to person. Anxiety Mm -hmm. looks different from Mm -hmm. person to person. There is a specific diagnostic criteria, right? Mm -hmm. But it looks different from person to person. We're talking about culture. We're talking about ethnicity. We're talking about different things. Um, Mm -hmm. But the moment... I feel like we always kind of get those spurts of oh, okay, I can do it, and then mm-hmm. it's like mm, never mind, no, I can't, and mm-hmm. we just stop. So there's it's no slightest self- moment
1: of uncomfort. Right, right. 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 I don't the slight, do the it, same
2: it, but and that goes and that goes back to emotions. The the moment that you feel uncomfortable, right. we avoid it. So we do different things to fuel that void, but it's still there.
1: Hmm.
2: It's still there. Period. It is, and I'm not, I, and I'm not sitting here talking like. I don't deal with it myself, you know, like, but I have to really check myself and I don't hide from being vulnerable and real with myself because who's going to be me besides me. My trainer Mm. said this, this marathon is really between you and you, You You're your only competition. So Mm. once you get, get to that level, it's kind of like, you ain't even tell me shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) There's I think it's I funny agree. that you say that it's always, it's, um, that you yourself struggle with that because mm-hmm. it's so easy from the outside looking in to think like your therapist has it all together. Like, look at her mm-hmm. or look at him. He's all dressed to the nine. Like he's giving me all this advice. He, advice, he must mm-hmm. practice this from day to day. Mm-hmm. Na- like, obviously that's not true because we're all human beings, right. but mm-hmm. do you find that people when they talk to you kind of Think that you also have it all together and that you shouldn't be struggling mm-hmm. with these same type of um, ebbs and flows, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, especially
2: okay. when we're talking about an, an age difference, because um, I work Ooh. with clients from various backgrounds. A lot of them are older than me. Um, they either, A, think I have it all together or I don't right. know what struggle is.
1: When I was and, your age, I did not do
2: anything right, like that. You Right. So or you haven't mm. been on this earth long enough to even tell me mm. what I'm, but. Yep, my my go to is well, you're here. You were assigned to my caseload, so let's figure out how to make <laughs> this the most productive thing. <laughs> period. Love it. And that's on that period. That on that. You know, I try to, but I've 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 have encountered because where I work is community mental health, um. So it's it's a different, it's a, it's a very different experience than private practice. Mm. Um, but I won't get into that unless y'all got questions about that. But no, actually
0: um, that. Mm-hmm. Is sort of a question that we have for later. okay, so you can answer it now. Okay, that yeah. was a listener question, sort of about so. community mental health. No, more so how um, you would like how you view your career now and how you would like to change it. But I mm-hmm. want to hear the differences between it and your views on community health and private practice.
2: Okay, um, community mental health is um, I work at an agency that's one of the bigger agencies in the city of Houston. And the population that we work with fall into the lower socioeconomic status. Mm -hmm. Um, And we deal with diagnoses from schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, major depressive disorder, um, anxiety. And um, so with them falling into the lower socioeconomic status, a lot of them don't have income or they're on a fixed income. Mm -hmm. And so they come to our agency. We have a psychiatrist. We have a nurse. We have caseworkers. And then we have me the therapist (laughs) (laughs) and um and so with them with their income already being a barrier our goal is to help them basically live independent lifestyles Mm -hmm. outside of along with treating their their mental illness Mm -hmm. you know so there's case management where we connect Mm -hmm. them to different community resources um, their skills training, trying to help them basically lead independent lifestyles because that's that's the point, you know, mm-hmm. because a lot of them, they they can be in their 60s and they're just now getting treated for their mental illness or a lot of oh, them wow. are homeless and that's so sad. we're trying to help them get um, housing or different things like that. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there are some clients who are um, basically independent and stable enough to fully participate in therapy, but a lot of them aren't because it's these other stressors of that they
0: can't think. Right. About. It's like how can
2: what are we in therapy for when I'm trying to help you not live under under a bridge? You know? Yeah. So that's the community, um, mental health aspect. And then the private practice is obviously a therapist that develops their own business mm-hmm. and they have clients come in on their schedule. That's their entire business, similar to a private practice like um, PCP, a primary care physician, mm-hmm. where they can have oh, their okay. own office. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just this therapist has their own practice. So the the community mental health is a different, um, it's a, a different, different ball game. Yes, <laughs>
1: that is a different beast for sure. It
2: requires a lot of responsibility. Um, it's been good to me this far. I'm, I'm ready to transition into the private practice spectrum when I, when I get ready.
0: <laughs> well, that segues into a listener question. Did you want to do that? Or do you have any more questions about emotional processing?
1: Yes. Well, I had a question from mm-hmm. what she just said. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Cause I'm processing as you're talking to it. I'm like, Ooh, that was, that was really good. What you're you good. just said. But mm-hmm. um, when you see yourself working in the community um, aspect of mm-hmm. therapy, do you feel like, there's a sh- there's a transfer of emotions from those kind of cases? Do you feel like sometimes you, you leave work drained or... Which mm-hmm. I know kind mm-hmm. of uh, may lead into a work... May lead into a listener question as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, it actually would. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I know you and I have had conversations probably about like being an empath.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah. especially
0: when you work with the public, mm-hmm. you tend to absorb people's emotions and right. things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So how do you... How do you navigate that in your own practice, mm-hmm. as opposed to taking things home with you at the end of the day and allowing it yeah, to affect you? Right,
2: you? Um, it can be difficult because I'm, whether it's community mental health or whether it's private practice or wherever you are as a clinician, people come in with some heavy stuff, mm-hmm. and you got to mm-hmm. be prepared to help them process that. It's not easy. Um, when I was in the master's program, that's one of the main things that we talked about in almost every class, having that, that self care, because you got to be able to help these people. This session is not about me. Mm -hmm. I always stress that like, this is a judgment, judgment free zone. This is about you. You got this hour. Let's figure out what the agenda is for today and kind of help you process and leave with something that can help you move on Mm -hmm. to the next session. Um, it's not an easy task. Um, I find that a lot of people, um, worry about how a therapist handles that, but I would encourage people to not let that deter them, um, from going to therapy because to put it in the most, um, not disrespectful way it's really not your business. (laughs)
0: Um, because, because
2: I, I, I find that the trend even though it it is a very good question because mm-hmm. yes I, like I said I'm dealing with people that have experienced trauma or abuse or just emotional things and that's mm-hmm. energy that's transferred over to mm-hmm. me yeah. you know um so I it's it's like a light switch for me there there was a time where I was you know, meeting with people that had a lot of trauma and I started kind of, I felt that affecting my body. Mm-hmm. Because it is heavy. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm human. This this person that I care about is going through something and I'm trying to help them the best way possible. Um, but we do have staff meetings where we talk to other therapists and kind of bounce ideas off of each other, how to help mm-hmm. best help oh, a that's client. that's so nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I do find this um, consistent trend in other people trying to figure out other ways to ask questions other than going to therapy because they're worried about different things, if that makes like,
0: sense. Why? Yeah.
2: Specific, I've, I've been asked, like, so how are you even being able to, if you got stuff going in your life,
0: it's not really your concern. Oh, that's kind of disrespectful. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: wow. It's just been, I just see a lot of people asking questions around what the issue is. You don't really want to go to nobody because that requires you to be vulnerable. And that requires you to right. trust somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it can be difficult. But, you know, you just have to have a good balance. And therapists have therapists. Yeah. You know, like people well, have different aspects in their lives. Um, I do check myself if I'm feeling that I might take a day. Um, I'm very in tune with what I got going on emotionally and oft, if I am having a bad day, oftentimes I meet with a client and my soul is rejuvenated because mm-hmm. I I felt like I helped that person. It was a productive session. My client left happy mm-hmm. or my client left with a plan and my job is done. And I'm excited to see them for the next time. Doesn't always happen that, that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've learned not to take the process personally because... I can give you all the tools, Same, similar to being a mama. I can give you all the tools, right. mm-hmm. but if you don't apply it, there really is no work. The mm-hmm. real work right. literally happens the moment I step out of the door, because mm-hmm. you're safe in this little hour that we have,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but there, if you don't do the work outside of this conversation, what are we doing, mm-hmm. you know? So, that's the you're real test. You an
1: hour for me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Not even just that. You're wasting right. your time. So <laughs> you it. came to or me. No,
0: it's community health, so they're not
2: Well, it. some of them do. Okay. But even okay. in private practice, like you...
0: You're paying for it. Time yes. is
2: valuable. You don't yeah. get that time, time back. Value, right? You know? So, Very it's... You, you do yourself a disservice if you don't put in the work. Because you feel safe in this hour, but we're preparing for the outside world. So, what do you do with that? Mm-hmm. You know? So, I always try to challenge them to work outside of themselves because you can't that's the point of us progressing mm-hmm. you know and while also reminding them that there are there are going to be days that are going to be sucky and it's just life but you can't stay stuck there just acknowledge mm, exactly it, you know easier yeah. said than done but again behavioral it's habitual we've done it for however long we've existed on this earth mm-hmm. you know but just checking yourself and trapping those negative thoughts if possible mm. i love
1: all of that
0: I love all of that. Okay. So <laughs> I do you, one you have any more? Okay, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead.
1: Well, no, I have one last question, but I think we should definitely get into um, our listeners' questions because the one last question I have, I think will wrap it up really nicely.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you spoke about how you wanted to switch from community health to private practice eventually. Mm-hmm. And a listener question that we had was, would you consider changing your focus when it comes to what type of patients you work with or what aspect of therapy? What do you mean? Like so, like the population? The population that you work with or maybe where you are, like you said, community health to private practice. Mm-hmm. Or f- what do you see for your future as a therapist?
2: Oh, I definitely see myself having a private practice without a shadow of a doubt. Like mm-hmm. I want to be an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, but that takes building. Um, mm-hmm. So I see myself um Getting another job, and while while growing in that job, I will be building my private practice mm-hmm. and so when I get the clientele that I can work with full time
0: mm-hmm.
2: I will do that full time
0: yeah,
2: um especially after I get my doctorate like I didn't mm-hmm. work this hard to Period. not <laughs> exactly
0: right so i
2: i I do see myself and the the supervisor that I have, so one of the the main requirements so let me decipher the difference so i'm a counsel licensed professional counselor intern right mm-hmm. so i am a licensed therapist but i'm under a supervisor until i get my three thousand hours and be fully licensed mm-hmm. so that's the difference um because a lot of times when people see intern they kind of think oh well, you ain't got no experience i do i'm just under a supervisor that's monitoring my progress until i can get those hours similar to when mm-hmm. you're a doctor you mm-hmm. gotta do residency i would say similar yeah, to being yeah, in the medical field yeah because you're in the medical field residency. in a different right yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So um but yeah I definitely and I have a supervisor she is awesome. Like she doesn't she gives us the the ins and outs of being a business person while also mm. getting your money. Oh
0: that's you That's know perfect. exactly. So That's I'm
2: I love it. exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm very appreciative of the people that I've met throughout this process. Like mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have some horror stories on the the supervisors that they have, but I've been really really blessed mm-hmm. um, to to meet some people that are really invested in my growth. So I love it. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay.
0: Okay. So <laughs> another question we have: When and how should you mm. appropriately? Fire your therapist. Mm,
2: That is an excellent question. Um, You can tell them straight up. You know what? Hey, this is not really working for me. And I think it might be best to terminate this and even sometimes therapists do that if if they see that the client is not growing they have to say you know what i don't think this is a good fit let me see if i can find help you find another therapist Mm -hmm. um because it's your future it's your life it's your money Mm -hmm. um and it's at the end of the day it's kind of like handling a business if it's not a good fit there's hopefully the therapist wouldn't take it personally and you know if they ask for feedback I don't say I don't hesitate to tell them like yeah I just don't think it's a good fit Mm. I don't think there's a time if you know that this person is not helping you grow you can just literally say yeah I think I'm gonna terminate this and possibly consider somebody else Mm. you know um but yeah that's a good question a lot of people ask
0: as a therapist do you feel some type of way if somebody says that to you
2: no um I've had somebody tell me straight up yeah no I'm good Oh. but then i also knew that person was trying not to work through stuff so oh, okay <laughs> but if they did i would i would i would because that's a moment of learning i would mm-hmm. ask you know where do you feel like there we, there was a miscommunication or where do you feel like this wasn't a cohesive process mm-hmm. and if they tell me what it is then i would take that and learn from that it's there should not be any ego because your mm-hmm. job is literally to help
0: people,
2: help people mm-hmm. to invest in the public trust, because we are public servants in mm-hmm. a way, you know. Um, so there's no ego with me at all. Just tell me straight up what you felt like was the problem, if there was any at all, and then I can say, okay, I, I wish you the best of luck. And even when I was a caseworker, I've been told, I don't... No, I wanna work with you. Okay. I will refer you over to my supervisor. And <laughs> <laughs> y'all can handle that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's a good question. Yeah, do not hesitate to terminate with the therapist. Also, it is perfectly okay to um interview therapists. Like you gotta you have to have a good fit. You what know? are
0: some questions that you would ask?
2: Um So I think it's a matter of kind of figuring out what you're looking for in a therapist. Do you want your therapist to be a certain gender? Do you want your therapist to be um, a certain race? Um, Some therapists have different therapeutic approaches. I always encourage my clients to do their research um, because there are different therapeutic approaches that Mm -hmm. therapists use. It's an entire book of them. And so if, you know, a therapist presents to you what they like to use to practice, then I say Google that and kind of see if that's a good fit. You know, similar to when people pledge, like there are different principles Mm -hmm. that different sororities or fraternities have. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's a matter of what you feel will be the best fit for you because it's about you, you Mm -hmm. know, and every black therapist may not be the good fit. Every white therapist that, might be a said. better fit, yeah. you know. That now, was my
0: next question. So, yeah, go ahead and I, I think you're going to go ahead and do mm-hmm. it like provide advice to people who are concerned about having a therapist of a different race mm-hmm. or a different ethnic background.
2: I've met, I mean, where I work is, is a very diverse um, company and research has proven that f- people feel more comfortable with a person that looks like them and we're talking that dates back to in education too mm-hmm. like you can't really expect a white person to fully relate to black kids because mm-hmm. they don't know that black experience mm-hmm. not saying that they're not going to be good teachers but that we know that experience is different mm-hmm. um if but again You could have a black therapist, but if they're literally not a good fit, I won't say just stay just because they're black. You might meet a white therapist or an Indian therapist that might really vibe with you really well, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
2: so it, it varies from person to person. Um, I have a variety of clients that I've connected with, and race has never been a factor for them. Mm. Primarily because they ain't got no choice because mm. they're coming to a community <laughs> mental health clinic. Ah. Um, but they could easily get switched to somebody
1: else if that needs to, if that needs they can to happen. They could easily talk to the supervisor. Right. <laughs> I, uh,
2: please hold. <laughs> like right. I will give no, you okay. her number. Um, but, yeah, like I said, research has proven that people feel more comfortable and we also have to think about the historical context of how therapy was created. Like it was by white men, and it was misogynistic. And we're talking about even psychology was bad back then. It so really was. we're I'm I'm extremely passionate about. Like I'm here because I know there's a gap in my community mm-hmm. where people like me going to therapy. So it's really a matter of building the trust. Um, but I know people have had bad experiences no matter the race, you know, mm-hmm. so I always encourage people to research, um, their therapist. Mm-hmm. If you got mm-hmm. two or three in your back pocket on psychology today that you're interested in, see if they have phone consultations and, and figure out if it's a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. I
0: didn't know there that was so a good. thing. phone consultations. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah. I had a phone yeah. consultation with mine.
0: Did you really? Mm-hmm. I offer that
2: because yeah. c- I'm on psychology today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I offered about 10 to 15 minutes just to kind of see what the issue is. You, sorry, you don't um, go into full details because you don't want to not have anything to talk about for the the actual initial session. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's always, you don't want to waste anybody's time,
1: you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And sometimes you can tell, like, I had two therapists call me and the first one, I knew she was not a good fit Mm
2: -hmm. because the
1: way she handled the conversation when we were on the phone, it was very, it just wasn't professional to me and it Mm -hmm. wasn't like, I, it, just, it just didn't blend.
0: Okay. And I
1: was totally okay with being like, hey, this is not going to work for me. And this right. is my first time, too. Like, I don't want to get a bad one on my first exactly. time. I would like yeah. to have someone who's good and um, exactly. can help me through whatever whatever I was going through. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think the film consultations really work and are really, really needed.
2: And it's for the free.
0: <laughs>
1: Heck, yeah. That was the best part. <laughs> oh, that right. was
0: cool. I literally didn't know because my first therapist... I found her through referral. And okay. then my next therapist I found him on Twitter. So Okay. Hey, whatever <laughs> works. There there's yeah, no set. Seriously. <laughs>
1: it's all good. Did exactly. you have do we have any more? Um on I love or this or Just keep it always? coming. Okay, like yes. questions.
0: Alright, so we got one more. Okay. And this one is how do you believe your profession has affected your dating life? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, the moment somebody asks me, what do I do? And I tell them I'm a therapist. And they come out of their face and say, so you analyzing me right now? Check, please. Oh, god. Because I don't have the time. Oh, gosh. I, don't have the time. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. Like, um, hmm. How has that, that? That's one of the most annoying things. Because, first of all, I'm not mm-hmm. analyzing you. Secondly, I cannot predict your future because I am not a psychic. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't carry no, around my no, cards and my Erica Badu... yes, girl. Yes. So you, uh, can you predict my? Okay. First of all, <gasps> you really <laughs> don't know the, the difference between a psychiatrist, a psychologist. Ass. Get Listen, out of my would have been face! Oh my. Like, so yeah, I'm to head no. out. <laughs> hey,
0: excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, 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 no, come back. Come back. We need. to Oh check
2: my right god, now, that's so right annoying. <laughs> um, but I do find, right. and I, I think. I, like I said, I've done a lot of self-reflection. Still have some shortcomings, but I I don't I don't um pretend that they're not there. And I'm really big on which you could probably hear self-love. And if that's lacking within yourself, there's going to be somewhat of a divide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I fully believe that if you don't have self-love, there's going to be some self-sabotage that comes along with that. Ooh. Because yeah. with that, you don't feel worthy of what I'm trying to give to you because there's no self-love, right? So it's really not fair. Um, But I have to... But n- not even just in a romantic sense. My friends around me, like, I feel like I have a good group of people that are really on the grind, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And... I have people in my life that are not afraid to say, yeah, you know, I'm really messing up over here. Let me, let me get my <laughs> me life me together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, me, I feel like it's together. important to surround yourself with people who are willing to grow, you know? And and I fully, mm-hmm. and I also recognize that you meet people where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but understanding that reality, because sometimes you can be the the catalyst to somebody growing. Now, I mean, that's your yes. responsibility to help them with that, mm-hmm. but you can be supportive you know, mm-hmm. but that—that's self-motivation. That's self-reflection. Um, so I would definitely have to meet somebody who is motivated to again perform at their most optimal level for life, because we really—I mean, we're talking about Girl, Kobe died. And, that was then, sexiest
1: shit you done said all. The
0: time, so. <laughs> Well, I who really was Got wet, it. mine. Okay. He said,
1: I really desire, but I desire it too, girl. <laughs> <I> <laughs> desire the same thing. Okay. The same exact thing. Right, okay. but no, I
2: I think um like I said that that goes from romantic, platonic, familial. Like mm-hmm. there has to be mm-hmm. a a good amount of self love before there can be any investment um in any type of relationship. And that's outside of me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't expect somebody to think I'm dateable if I'm not good over here internally. Yep,
1: because it's not fair.
2: It's not fair, you know. Yeah, but yeah, I don't at, don't ask me if I'm analyzing you because I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna I'm <laughs> No, quick. nigga, I
0: was actually trying to eat my spinach dip. I was actually
2: just trying to like figure out what your favorite color was, but that's you that's gonna be the that. episode title. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the episode title is gonna be "She Ain't No Psychic." <laughs> Thank you. I need that on a t-shirt. I need it. You ain't no psychic. (laughs) I got one last question, and I think it really sums up what we've been talking about, which has been so great so far. (laughs) But how do you think we can foster more adaptive emotional processing in society going forward? What are some ways, some tools, some resources that you can give us? Um to wrap this all up in a pretty bogus, you've been dropping some gems. I mean,
2: major gems. <laughs> I'm gonna drop y'all major my invoice gems. at the end of the
1: session. <laughs> okay, can, you might have to. <laughs> That's shit. Be, you might, it's work. <laughs> you hmm. may have to. Um, Let <laughs> me think about that. <laughs> okay.
2: That's a great know. question. I think that starts with acknowledgement. Um, I think what America is failing to recognize is that America is traumatized by a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. And so with that trauma, whether it's from social media, whether it's from family, whether it's from mm-hmm. slavery, that <laughs> um, nobody's right. really, really to, ready to talk about it. I mean, we're talking about stigma that's still aligned with mental health. I mean, people don't want to address mental health, but they're perfectly OK with their physical health being addressed. Yes. Um, I think it, it, it does begin with acknowledging what the issue is and it does begin. It also has to begin with more funding being put into mental health. Um, Prime example, Kanye West, textbook, bipolar disorder, right? Mm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He could have used his platform to put out a message about mental health and mental illness because those are two different things, Um, and he didn't, right? So that kind of further fuels this distance from recognizing what the issue is, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, there are some people, there are some celebrities that are trying to bring light to mental health and therapy. It gets a little frustrating because it's kind of coming off as this sensationalized, one-size-fits-all type deal. Mm-hmm. When it's not, it's it's catered to the individual. Um, but I, I definitely believe that it starts with acknowledgement. It starts with kind of figuring out what the root of the problem is. It starts with being vulnerable it starts with self reflection it starts from the beginning mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so the moment that we say okay you know what this ain't working for me is <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> right. the moment that you're preparing yourself for something different you know cuz we know we know we yes. just ignore it and we mm-hmm. do different things to ignore we go from relationship to relationship where we do we these different it. things right we mask it It's time to stop putting on the mask. That's my encouragement. So, yes. (laughs) That is so
1: good, Brittany. That was a good...
0: plug yourself in let the people know where we can find you yes let them know where we can find you yes let people know where to listen to your podcast yes our
2: podcast so i have a podcast called on the couch podcast and is with my two sisters in therapy mercedes and tikesha our um instagram handler is on the couch underscore podcast you can definitely find us on apple just um search on the couch podcast we're also on breaker and anchor mm-hmm. um Show yes so our first season came out last year we're preparing for um season two we got some really really dope content coming out in march so we're trying to mentally prepare for that because we all all three were starting a doctoral program oh. um so it's we're intense. trying to yes yeah, it's, it's life
0: <laughs> right um and but yeah doing it
2: I know, right. but we, we really tackle on some issues um, that is a really good conversation that we always have with each other. Um, but I think the trend that you'll see in season two is self-reflection. And that's mm-hmm. something that we're really, really passionate about. I've mentioned it, like, over 100 times in this yeah, episode. I know. Like, and, 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 I'm um, so excited. Yeah, because I, I'm, I'm also too, I'm trying to, my word for this year is intentionality, you know? Because I feel like with intentionality mm. comes some form of control, you know, yeah. not Girl. control, but yeah. some alignment with what you're trying to do. Like if you're intentional mm-hmm. with how you eat, if you're intentional with these different things, I feel like there's some type of control that you can have because mm-hmm. life happens. You
1: know. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah. so yeah, I love it. That <laughs> I love good. it. That was spirit moving, honey. That was I appreciate y'all so having me. This was, was so fun. That was everything, and above, okay? <laughs> honestly. everything honestly. and above. Okay, honestly, everything and above. thank you so much
0: i did not read you bro no sis i appreciate you for coming on this podcast but you have to tell everybody my business like that That i didn't tell your bitch (laughs) okay so now it's our do of the week do of the week yes Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. get it get it get it
0: Alrighty, so our do of the week is going to be done by Brittany. By me? Wow, yes. so
2: much pressure. Surprise, 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 niggas. surprise. So this is based off of what we talked about today, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Do of the week. I will encourage every single person listening, and even myself, to accept emotions, process it, stop, be, allow it to process, don't stay stuck, create a perspective that will allow you to transition into another level of your life. Mm-hmm. And get ready to perform at your most optimal level.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, that's you what life speak. is about. You better speak on it.
2: <laughs> we train it for life, man. Don't oh, just yeah. train for the gym. Train for life.
0: Mm. Y'all, she done dropped so many gems. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's not pick where up. to pick clips it's to post. Like, <laughs> I
1: mean, We're going to post a whole <laughs> podcast on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> the whole episode. The whole <laughs> episode. Not, not a half, a whole. <laughs> the whole episode. The entire right.
2: episode, okay? Thank y'all for having me. This has been great. We three black women having a great, great conversation. And this gave me, right me a platform right to build more confidence in in talking about what I'm passionate about.
0: Yes. You know, so yes. I,
2: I really, really appreciate
1: y'all allowing me to do that. Yes. I
0: couldn't yes. wait to have you. I know. Couldn't Thank wait. You I Thank you so much I for coming
1: y'all. on the podcast. We are <laughs> over the moon. This has been more than I even think we both intended it to be or it really thought it would was. be. Thank oh. you. So yes. we are just forever grateful so thank you girl you're thank welcome you. and y'all so once again shout out to on the couch podcast okay shout out to on the couch
0: podcast we season two coming out soon earlier in our, yeah, our yeah, podcasting mm-hmm. journey we'll drop that episode that we mentioned them on and they also inspired the conversation we'll drop that in the description box so if you guys want to listen to it you can listen to that too we're also going to drop their socials all their information make sure Mm -hmm. you listen to on the couch subscribe y'all subscribe It's coming out, their second season is coming out in March, so make sure you get caught up. It's literally such phenomenal information. Thank I you. love mm-hmm. listening to their conversation. <laughs> yes. They really, like, they have an amazing, amazing platform, and I can't wait to see how much it grows yeah. and prospers and how successful these guys become.
1: Exactly. Oh, yes, uh, it's amazing. And I did want
2: to say, I think y'alls, y'all's is super dope. Like, y'all really <gasps> tap into, like, it's, like, really, like, pop culture-y, and I love that. Okay. And y'all always have some catchy, like, I'm like, you know what, this is okay well <laughs> this is so jasmine i love it i absolutely love it <laughs> thank you so much thank you girl thank you i really love
1: it
0: okay <laughs> thank y'all so much for tuning in this week if you want to uh ask any questions if you have any sponsorship opportunities opportunitize you know hit us up mm-hmm. hit our line at becoming she live at gmail.com and also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at becomingshe underscore for
1: sure
0: thank you guys yet again you know we rock with y'all we know we love y'all you know we fuck with y'all point blank and that's that on that go live y'all black ass lives happy black history month niggas yes bye
1: peace